Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello. That's uh, a lot of hellos in a row. <laughs> it sure hello. is, fella. It hello. sure is. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Yo, 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 it's your boy, the Mark Rob, a.k.a. Sean Matt Love, a.k.a. 4i Willie, a.k.a. Java the Smut, a.k.a. Glup Shitto, a.k.a. Marco Calrissian, coming at you with a new episode of We Should Do This Again Sometime. In this episode of Deleted Scenes, we dip back into the Season 7 vault. We recorded these between May 24th and July 11th of last year. The first set of clips was during our Sunset Boulevard episode with Greg, and the next set with Kellen was during our Spider-Verse episode. Wow, listening back to this, <laughs> when we talk about Oppenheimer, it's incredibly wild how wrong me and Greg were about it. <laughs> we were so off that I had to leave some of the most egregious takes out. I, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> but if you're interested in what those were, hit me up and I'll gladly spill. <laughs> also, if we happen to accidentally misgender anyone, our apologies for the mistake. I tried to clean it up in an edit, but if it still came through, my bad. But other than that, enjoy the show. Ooh, how have you guys been? How have you guys been? Yeah, it, it, it's been binning. <laughs> it has been binning. Uh, the uh, the Boston Celtics are, uh, I think, tip off is going to start right about now. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Who? I don't think I've ever heard of them. I mean, I don't know if they even heard of themselves. Eh? <laughs> is is that the team with the boy with the green hair? Uh. Yeah, I mean, I, the the coach. I, I went to um. The I coach to, who looks like a seventh grade math teacher. Oh my god! So I—I uh, I mean, to be fair, most most NBA coaches look like high school principals. For the most part, yes. For the most part, well, yes. Well, the the difference is, I don't think I could get out of it with Doc Rivers. I'm very well, confident I could. With what's his name, Brad? Uh, Joe Joe Mazzula. Not Brad Stevens is in. Uh, he's in the. Um, He's a president. He's a team president. I but, could ruin Brad's life if I tried hard enough. <laughs> I could be the kid with the tricycle that makes him realize he doesn't want to have children. You know, like hilarious. I I went to so Joe Mazzula. I went to college with him, and uh, he the, seems very nice. Uh, uh <laughs> so the the best their teams ever were. We actually reached the final four, uh, like his second to last year. And I think that season was the season after that. I had like a 300 level Spanish class with him. 
Um, so, so like seeing his kind of rise this season before this playoffs was actually really interesting and fun. But uh, they about to get that man up out of here. So I feel so bad. And, and now he's stuck in the three hundred level Spanish class of life. Um, I mean. I I, I I can't confirm or deny if he actually passed that class. I like I think I got a I either got like a high D or a low C. I said okay, and I didn't think about Spanish for the rest of my life. So, so that's like it was like full immersion. It it sucked. So, uh, Joe Mazzula, come on the show. Uh, Do you like movies, Joe Mazzula? Oh, he he watches the town four times a week. That doesn't mean you like movies. That means you have a self-harm problem, Mark. Yeah. Well, but let, let's see. Let's see. Let's look know. at his favorite. Let's look at his favorite movies: The Town, The Departed, Mystic River. And what's what's the common thread here? So that's why <laughs> he kidding. came to Boston. <laughs> of course. Fever pitch. <laughs> I've all all my life I've dreamed of becoming a mobster. You like fever pitch, don't you, Cat? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, that's your. That's I, your I saw it once when I was on like my first or second period, and I thought it was neat. Period of school or life? Womanhood, Mark. Oh, I thought so, but I don't want to assume. Those make romance movies hit way different. Um. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus Christ. Did, did did they tear down all those old Sunset Boulevard mansions, basically? Because I, I was looking it up, and I think the mansion in this movie they actually used for the cause, but then they got torn down to be like a office. I think it, I think it was actually the I think it was actually John Paul Getty's mansion. Okay, or, or, or like it, it it either belonged to him or he had bought it, and then. Sometime after they made the movie, it was torn down and it became an office building um, for Getty Oil. Okay. Yeah. There are about four still listed as, like, actual homes on Sunset Boulevard. Wow. There are quite a few that are on the cliff that overlook it, which it's kind of implied that's where her house is. Um, Okay. There are more of those than there are... Houses on the street. Yeah. Um, the average, the median list pricing is five million dollars. Jesus Christ, that 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 unfortunately uh, makes too much sense. Um, oh man, there's one listed for one and a half million. <laughs> I think I should get it. I think I should get it, and I should live there, and I should never come out again. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I, I would live with you. <laughs> you can come visit, I guess. You can write my screenplay. Hilarious, hilarious. I'll write so, your fan. I'll write your fan mail too. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> you, you know, I'd be nothing without the fan mail from the eight fans of this show. <laughs> I love exactly. you, the eight fans of this show. Exactly. <laughs> Would the movie had been better without the narrator? No. I I don't. I don't really think so. Um, it is, it, it's hard. For, it's really hard for me to imagine how the movie would have played out um, 
just uh, as without, is without without narration. Uh, granted, there are some scenes with narration that maybe don't need it, like yeah, like 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 the like the montage when Norma is go was going through all the beauty treatments and yeah. and everything. Like we 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 have a pretty we have a pretty good idea of what exactly is happening. And, you know, what she's doing, why she's doing it, and, you know, the sad reality that she's doing it all for nothing. Yeah. I I feel like, for the very most part, I think a lot of narration of movies just isn't needed. But I think lists and, like, Casino, where you're... That casino is so fast-paced, you need someone giving you the beats in, like, a pretty succinct way. And I think Casino, it, it's great. And I think in this one, it, it works really well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I th- even for like, but for like a movie like Blade Runner, where it did have narration, and we got Harrison Ford <laughs> dropping, the, dropping the N-word with a hard ER, we didn't need that bullshit. <laughs> we did not need that bullshit. Uh, and, yeah. he, he's actually going to Hulk Hogan's birthday party at the Hard R Cafe. Oh, my um, God. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, to, to, to quote uh, one review I've read about uh, that cut of Blade Runner, Harrison Ford looks like he's delivering his narration with a loaded gun pointed to his head. <laughs> Basically, like... <laughs> that shit was terrible. But also, at at the end, he he finally got that pool, but the price was rather high. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like that line goes. That line that, fucking. Rips. That's a great line. That's that I is that, that, that is a that is a great line. Um, that is also the first thing I said when I got in the pool after my first rent check cleared and I looked at my savings. Um, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, and um, so like the 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 cup a couple of more things that uh, that I wanna that I wanna bring up uh, before we finish this. Um, uh, first is we we all agree that Gloria Swanson is fucking hot. Goddamn! Gorgeous. Oh yeah, because yeah, because like, they're yeah. they're making they're they're like making her like do a lot of a lot of like overly gestures and like you know yeah. the wild costumes. Well, there's a couple of shots where she's like not doing that, and I was like, oh, yeah. all right, okay, yeah. At 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 twenty five, at fifty, she is a knockout. Uh, yeah, and yeah. you know, and aged very gracefully. If you look at pictures of her in the seventies, she you know. Looks incredible, and um, and the other thing I want to bring up is you know the careers of the people involved after after this movie because for Gloria Swanson and Nancy Olson, pretty much their peak. Um, Gloria Swanson was largely offered roles that were just knock that were just knockoff Norma Desmonds. After this, and she wasn't interested in doing it because she had already done Norma Desmond. Um, yeah. Nancy Olson, the you know who played Betty Schaefer, this was her peak. She didn't do much of anything after this. I think, like the next highest rated movie on her IMDb in her filmography is like Pollyanna or something. <laughs> like, oh boy. Yeah, I, I was gonna say so, Flubber. Yeah, <laughs> she has a oh, oh yeah, she oh yeah, oh yeah, she's in she's in Flubber too. Um, she's in Airport 1975, which also has Gloria Swanson in it. So you get a mini Sunset reunion. Boulevard reunion in Airport 1975. But yeah, just 
this, this, so, this wait, was, wait, wait, wait. Do you mean to tell me that this movie perpetuated the idea that women were only good for one type of role and, mm-hmm. and thusly made itself into a self-fulfilling prophecy? Yes, no because, yes, because like I, as I mentioned, this movie was basically the peak for both of them. Wow. Now, but as for the men involved, specifically William Holden, this movie strapped a rocket to his career because he ended up winning an Oscar a few years later. He ended up becoming one of the most bankable movie stars of the 1950s. Um, he ended up having an affair with Audrey Hepburn, so real-life fuckboy, William Love Holden. Love that for him. Shout out to that. And, but also, the yeah. way that all of these women were like, he's hot and a man, so he did nothing wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's the jig. And, and because, and because he, he had in, that... He stars in my, one of my favorite movies ever, Network. But yeah, he went on a fucking tear. Yeah, yeah I don't know like, if you've... I, I don't know if you've covered Network yet, but... Uh, yeah. I'm just I watching think... her cry right now with the look at me, look at my hands, look at my face, look under my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the whole point of this performance is that these women were more than they ever got to perform to be. Yeah. And it's just so heartbreaking that this is all she ever got to perform to be. Yeah. Like this was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I- <laughs> also, Connie the friend is great. We, I believe in Connie, Betty's friend. She only does like three things, but mm-hmm. two of them is pick up the phone. I was one, of, say, yeah. one of them is drive an automobile, which we don't see another woman do in this <laughs> fucking picture. Um. <laughs> I guess the thing with this is, uh, shout out to good friends who support you. Yeah, and, and also men are bad. Yeah, shout, shout out, shout out to good friends who wait in the car while their friend goes to this uh, old mansion to fa- find out just what the fuck is going on. <laughs> this, it, this, it, this, yeah. It, who, shout out to the friends who wait in the car while the friend while their friends go into the murder house. Um. <laughs> yeah, literally. How how. Hollywood is a terrorist is a terrorist cell <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with with beautiful people. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, get on, get on. You know, Hollywood, get on. Uh, you know, updating this story to uh, a, a washed up actress from the eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, cat. You know, where? What's Gina Davis doing? Oh my God! Oh. You know, you know what? They should do it with Glenn Close. Okay. Yeah, that, 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 that would fuck too. Glenn Close was the Broadway Norma Desmond. What was the last thing she was in? She might be too old now. Because when they did it recently, they did the Kennedy Center version of the musical. They used Stephanie J. Block, who was just mm-hmm. in Into the Woods as the Baker's Wife. And she's wonderful, but she's a hell of a lot younger than yeah. Glenn Close. Yeah, yeah, Glenn Close is in her 70s now. Um she she looks great. I uh, I don't know. Seventy uh, six. Okay. Trombones led the big parade. Um. Yeah. So uh, I think that would be a good pairing, and then mm-hmm. we are. Uh, are you? Are you? Do you think you're gonna 
see Spider Verse through um through covering it, or do no? Because you... the covering of that is the same night as covering Asteroid City. Well, I mean, yeah, gotta gotta pick your shots, man. Fuck it. Um, so I heard I'm hearing actually good things about Asteroid City. Um, some folks are like really into it, so uh, that's that's definitely a good sign. It's definitely a good sign. I so. think I might be bringing my mom. Oh, you should. Well, I invited her, and she's like not sure yet, but I'm gonna try because she really <laughs> likes Wes Anderson. She's she's the reason that I got into Wes Anderson. So. Oh really? I didn't know that. That's yeah, cool. she took me to go see Grand Budapest Hotel um, with her friend and personal trainer. Uh, one night when I didn't have plans in high school and I totally fell in love with it. And Indiana Indiana Jones is two hours and 25 minutes long. Of course. Of course it is. James Mango doesn't make short movies. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, apparently uh, he doesn't make good Indiana Jones movies either to hear it told. Um, It's it's a it's a franchise action movie in 2023. I'm surprised it's that short. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> well, because well, because I know you initially wanted to see Indiana Jones in the uh, Dial of Dial of Destiny, uh, but uh, it has a 50 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. All right. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Greg, is there any movie you're looking forward to this summer? Um, um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh, Asteroid City. I'm looking forward to Spider-Verse. Um, those are the, really the ones that I'm... Oh, and uh, as as conflicted feelings as I have about Ezra Miller, I am looking forward to The Flash. I'm not seeing it for Ezra Miller, though. I'm, I'm seeing it for the same reason that everyone else is seeing it. <laughs> I mean, I think the the reason to see it is for Batman. And oh yeah. I guess I guess uh, I know like one of the spider, uh, not spider, one of the super uh, people is going to be in it. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Supergirl is going to be in it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I get it for that. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't think I'm going to see it. I think I'm probably going to just wait till it comes out on HBO Max, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they they the trailer blew the trailer blew the the two lines that you don't want to get spoiled for you. They should like you got to keep even though they did like the I'm Batman in the trailer, mm-hmm. you keep that. You don't put the other one in the trailer too. So you gotta you gotta save something for us. Mm-hmm. Shit. So honestly, in the trailer, they shouldn't have even shown Michael Keaton. We, we they shouldn't actually, have even yeah. Shown- they shouldn't have even shown him. We should. We the only indication that he was in the movie in the trailer should have just been his voice saying, "Want some help?" That, that would have been enough. It for that, free, I'll go, but I'm not going to pay to enable his bad behavior. I mean, yeah, basically, yeah. because yeah. he he does have a producer credit on the movie, so everyone who goes to see it is going to make him money. I mean, yeah, I, I, if if I see it in the theaters, it'll be a sneak mm-hmm. in, um, mm-hmm. but. But, uh, uh, this isn't me saying don't mm-hmm. go if you want to go, listeners. This is just me saying maybe donate some money to an appropriate charity if you do go. <laughs> or yes, like yeah, like 
I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, I, I've been, um, like, a lot of folks on the interwebs, like, I've seen on movie Twitter, like, they're, like, they and have gotten to watch it. Like, they've liked it, and so they're, like, promoting people to go for it. But I don't know, man. Ezra is too wild of a character to, to like, for me. Um, and, and I say this, I, like, one of my favorite movies ever is fucking, um, Perks of being a wallflower, and he's central to that movie. But you know, that's a movie I, I have like years of relationship with, so I don't have to keep watching his like new shit. So, but um, but yeah, man, I, I don't think I'm gonna pay to see it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, I think I want to see. I definitely want to see Barbie, but um, mm-hmm. I'm I I want to see Oppenheimer, but I think it's. I don't have any hopes that it'll actually be good. I think it'll be. I, it makes I me no angry does, because I like Wallflower so much, and now I feel like I can't say positive things about it because it is so in, indemnably associated. Oh yeah. Cat, yeah. uh, you okay with it? You rumbling the mic? Uh yeah, my rabbit just knocked a bunch of shit over, and I'm trying to minimize damage to actual technology. Okay. All right. All right. Good luck. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I think I don't think Optimum is going to be good, but I'm. I think this is kind of like the the kind of fork in the road for me and Nolan. Like if 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 Oppenheimer just not good, I may be just kind of just out on Nolan because I I didn't like Tenet. Um, and he was like mm-hmm. so indignant about people seeing that in theaters like in the height of the pandemic that it's like you brought us out for shit and to me, it was shit to me at least i know people that really like it um and so i think this is like it like i think this mm-hmm. is kind of like well i like i like a lot of your a lot of your other projects but mm-hmm. now we're just at a point where you're willingly and willfully just not creating characters you're just telling this kind of like action scientific yeah. With no people, like there's no people in his movies. Like John David mm-hmm. Washington doesn't have a name, and he's your star. Like, like I, I, I feel like part of that was kind of trolling, but at the same time, like you didn't give him shit. Like you didn't give him anything in the movie. So, um, and, and then now your your main character is you know responsible for you know humanity dying so it's like so yeah. how are you gonna make oppenheimer a, yeah. <laughs> a awful person i i know like i do i'm a huge fan of killian murphy i love his work on peaky blinders um i certainly hope if nothing else this movie nets him an Oscar nomination because he is a very underappreciated actor. Um, yeah, I I would say that every um, every time he was in Batman, uh, the Batman movies, anytime he was on screen, it was always an interesting mm-hmm. watch. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, you cannot yeah. say you cannot say that about a lot yeah. of other characters in those movies. Yeah, that's really that's really my that's really my one hope for that movie is that uh, hopefully it's you know an Oscar movie for Killian Murphy. Hopefully it you know does wonders for him. I care m- far more about him than I do about Christopher Nolan. Uh, I find it really really hard time. to care about this movie at all though because you it's baffling to me about how you could make a movie about nuclear war which to date has no listed 
Asian talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I fully agree. I fully yeah. agree. It, like, it, it has, I, it has, I can't really care about it after that. Yeah, it, it, has, it, has, it has all these A-list, uh, very stacked A-list cast. Um, oh, shit, Rami Malek's in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. random. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. He's like, um, you know how, like, you can describe action movies as dudes being bros? He's basically just making science dudes being science bros at this point. Like, it's like, I think he gets a pass because, especially for like Interstellar, like, he's like really trying to dive into like a lot of theoretical, you know, like science, like advanced science and like advanced, you know, mathematics and shit like that. And so he gets a pass because like he's like a quote unquote deep thinker. But if you boil down his movies, like, I think particularly when we get into Batman and anything after Batman, and it's just big action. Like he's just doing. Mm-hmm. He's he's basically James Cameron with a science degree <laughs> or or a science book. Like that's mm-hmm. basically it. So and it, 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 even, there's a place for it, but you know, even even James Cameron was better at creating female characters, though. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor, what he did with Ellen Ripley, uh, Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis's character in True Lies was a lot of fun. Like, yeah, like you know, he's yeah. less bro. He, he's less uh, broy than the film. Falco in Avatar: The Way of Water. Who forgot oh she was in Avatar: The Way of Water? <laughs> oh my god. I mean, but I mean, <laughs> yes, uh, those Avatar movies are. Uh, <laughs> there's something else uh but uh but even still like i mean even sigourney weaver who's like a a 14 year old jesus in, in the second movie also i should have bought bull durham on criterion during the sale but um i had one of those pay periods where i went oh mm. there's no money left yeah. So, and where's all the money gone? I I I don't hit up the Criterion sale to this until they go forty plus. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, the thirty percent off, like I'll I'll do it every now and then, but I, I'm really waiting for the the two times of the year when they hit that fifty percent off. Uh, but Greg got uncut jams. There it is. I haven't seen that since it ended. Is he still trying to get you to watch it? No. And if he oh, tries, yes. I'll dump him. Ooh. Oh, shit. Kelly, have, have you seen Uncut Gems? I've not watched Uncut Gems. How? Uncut Gems! You would really fuck with Uncut Gems. <laughs> or you wouldn't. Oh, no. He no, would. I fuck with Sandler. He, I, would, I would totally be into it. A bunch of people were like, I feel like you'll see very, very seen by this movie because of the anxiety aspect. And then uh, I texted Mark Robb at 11.45 at night, and I went, hey, I just stressed threw up. I'm not finishing this. Because um, that's a different anxiety. So, like, it's not it's damn, not cat. empathizing with anxiety. It's only inducing anxiety. So mm-hmm. whoever told you that misread the room completely. Yeah. Yeah. The whole room. Yeah. I send Mark Robb my best tweets after 11 o'clock. Or, sorry, my best text after 11 o'clock normally. My best stuff. There it is. It's like, there why are you is. up at two in the morning? I'm like, I was thinking. I'm like, all right. So I was thinking. <laughs> uh, 
One of the things that I noticed, and this is a, a weird thing to have noticed, but I did. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man appears in the most canon moments. He's in five. Oh, counted five? Yeah, and Twitter backs me up. It's five. I know Toby was in it. I saw Toby at least twice. I think Toby is probably the best Spider-Man actor. I think, well, no, actually, I think he's the best Spider-Man, period. I think Andrew Garfield's oh. the best Spider-Man actor. Oh. And I think Tom Holland, I'm not saying it's the best movie. I'm saying I think I Andrew know. Garfield is a damn fine actor, and he is acting his ass off in a movie that could not care less and probably actually suffers because they cast such a good actor as Spider-Man and then gave him nothing to do. I'll um, agree with that. I'll totally agree with that. It might have been my problem with the Amazing Spider-Man movies, yeah. But that Spider-Man, the first thing I remember seeing when I saw the first movie, which is okay, it's not great, it's okay, was I was like, they just threw so much at him. Yeah. And this is really sad. And they kind of built up to it more with Maguire. And could you imagine if they showed up as photo real? In, I can see in that. the next one. Oh, I, I, I can definitely I think, see that. I think they're gonna. We're not gonna jump through beyond just yet, but I I think one is gonna pop up. I I think it's gonna be um. I think it's gonna be the young boy Tom. You think it's be Holly? I think mm, I think it's gonna be Garfield. All right, Callum, what do you guess? I would say Garfield too because I feel like I feel like if they're going to build their Spider-Man universe, they need a Spider-Man live action, and it's gonna be him. I also feel like he at this point probably has the most in common with Miles mm-hmm. of the live action Spoodermans. <laughs> because like, could, could you imagine Tom Holland being like, well, I, I, uh, and then everyone forgot me, which was weird. And I, I'm trying to deal with that. And anyway, I know this wizard now. I'm like, no. <laughs> and, and, and literally like, I'm just imagining in my mind's eye, Miles sitting there, not listening to him because God fucking white people, man. <laughs> you said it. I did. But I'm glad you said it. But I feel like if if Andrew Garfield really like got down on his level, I was like, listen, kid, I get it. I tried to save my girlfriend and she died. And my girlfriend is like maybe your girlfriend. Yeah. Being Spider-Man is fucking hard. Mm. Yeah. I think they are the most aligned because Tobey Maguire is basically Peter B at this point. Yeah. By the yeah, end of Spider-Man so. 3, he's Peter B. So yeah. I don't know exactly what he's going to add. Yeah. But Maguire, who's in this like weird like early 20s to mid-20s space that is like, I don't know, college was weird being Spider-Man, but I did do it, Like, <laughs> I think is what Miles needs right now in a way that the other ones are not. So if it's going to be a live-action friend, it's going to be him. Mm-hmm. That he never had, and I kind of wonder if he had a crush on Olivia. That wasn't him in the picture, it, was if, it? Yes, it was. was if it he? ends, if it ends with if, if it ends with that bang, I'm fine. Um, yeah. I mean, at least they're adults. Yeah. I love watching two white consenting adults having sex. Hey, um. Hey, shout out to Spice Channel. If, if I've learned if I learned anything from Skinamax, it was uh. it was that. <laughs> yeah, Skinamax. I love you, cat. <laughs> uh. Love you too. Oh, also, uh, just Mark, real quick. Um, I don't know if you are uh, on Spotify, but if you are, 
uh, the comic writers for Hobie put together a playlist inspired by him in the comics and also based on his character in the movie. So if you'd like to listen to some anti-capitalist uh, punk music made by brown people, uh, there is a <laughs> playlist for that. Nice. I I don't know if I watch this again is going to make it a five star movie. Um, I I am like even though I, I was kind of being somewhat oppositional to Cat, I do think that if the third movie is great, then I think it will make this movie a five star movie. Yeah, and if it's just like mid, it's yeah. like well, still four and a half, which is more than good enough anyway so. yeah absolutely I agree um yeah I'm, i i think they're going to stick the landing i, uh, I do too but i i'm uh, hopeful yeah if hopeful. i've learned anything from 2023 so far it's that i should probably just stop having expectations at all <laughs> i mean because yeah. with very few exceptions the things i have hoped to be good have not impressed me and the things that i went i'm not going to think about it at all have right yeah we this has been a weird movie here man like it's yeah i don't know if it's been that good to be very honest like i can't wait for you to see asteroid city because i think that's gonna be upon a second viewing a five-star watch for me all right might be my my first one of the year very earnestly yeah i don't have any i have a couple of i have a couple of four and a halves i don't have any um I don't have any five stars so far for at least 2023 releases. I think it, I think it might be. I've been trying to be more lenient, but I know I got some five stars in there. Um. So I mean, so I, so Spider Verse, uh, Spider Verse, and John Wick Four, I gave four and a half. John Wick Four is not. I think the craft of John Wick Four is a four and a half, but. There's literally no story in that movie. Like it's it's just not. Um, someone I saw someone on the internet make the kind of the the argument that the four John Wick movies are about the different stages of grief, which I think is an interesting concept. But if your lead actor says eighty words in a three hour movie, that's what that's what rough. stage of grief is Halle Berry's dogs ripping off your enemies' nuts. That's that's definitely grief. <laughs> but like, yeah. is that uh, is that denial? Like, I don't know which one that is. <sighs> Deny my balls are still there. Like, uh, so that's it's it's cute that someone thought about, but you know, okay. Yeah, I um, haven't given any new movies five stars so far this year. I had Creed three four stars. I got it four and a half. Um, the Tiana Taylor movie a thousand and one. I gave that four stars. That's a really good movie, but that didn't get a national release, I don't think. Um, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, I gave four stars. Air, I gave three and a half. Born and Frey, I gave three and a half. Knock at the Cabin, three and a half. Cocaine Bear, three and a half. Guardians and Scream, six, three. And Renfield, two and a half. So. Renfield, easily the biggest disappointment of the year for me. Like, I'm still mad. Like, I'm mad about Guardians 2, but I'm like, you know what? James Gunn tried something, and this is why I don't think James Gunn and I would be friends as people. Hilarious. And you know what? At least I learned something about myself in that whole boondoggle. Um, oh, <laughs> at least you learned something about yourself. And, and Renfield, I'm just like, you bastards. Like, you could have done this. You just didn't. 
I think Scream Six is my biggest disappointment of the year so far. Like, it's just the guy who tried to mansplain to me that I didn't know what I was talking about when I said I didn't like it, and if I watched it more times, I would like it better. Um, <laughs> fuck that guy. Oh, speaking of liking it though, Catherine, <laughs> I got this in the mail. Yay! Very, very cute. So here you see, sees Kellen. Oh. And so, Mark Rick, which is very cute. Thank you for letting me co-pilot this podcast and keeping it out of the danger zone. <laughs> You'll always take my breath away. I can't find a good segue for Great Balls of Fire. Love, Cat. A.K.A. Goose Cat. Now, first of all, you are the Iceman, Catherine. So, but I you're love making it car. to the sequel, baby. Car. Thank you very much. Where I die horribly off screen after saying six words out loud because I'm dying of cancer. Um, right. You have the emotional Bye. through line. You have the emotional through line of the pod. So there it is. <laughs> I, I perhaps am the emotional through line of the pod. Um. There it is. There it is. Um, but thank you, Kat. I really appreciate it, man. I love you. Of course. I, I bought it in New Hampshire like a year ago. And then I when I moved, I put it in with stuff. And I was like, I'll find it. Didn't. <laughs> um, that happens. That definitely. I, it I, does. I, there's like shit I'm missing. So I, of I get you. There's always stuff. Always stuff yeah. you throw somewhere and forgot about it. Mm-hmm. They need to put these Barbie tickets on sale. They've done Oppenheimer. I I bought Oppenheimer tickets before Barbie, but they have they haven't put Barbie on sale yet, which is really strange. Um, all I'm gonna say is I think we should go see Barbie together. Ooh, I'm up for that. I'm more than up for that. I know it's gonna be late, but I think we should go see it together. I think uh, it'll be fun. I'm more than up for that. I mean, cause. Kellen, you're invited too, but you got to get here. Oh. I got to come. Yeah, the, got it. So it comes out. My it comes out that weekend of the basically the twenty first. Yeah. Which is that Friday. Um, but I was planning on coming up that the next weekend. So no, nah, like I'm I'm more than up for it. I'm more than up for it. I'm pretty sure that uh, we can record off of Ellen Ellen Eric's equipment. <laughs> um, why the fuck did I say Ellen? Uh, uh, Let's oh, have a little me. fun. Ellen Greenlee. <laughs> Ellen, shout out to Ellen Greenlee. You know he would embrace that shit so hard too. Like, every, right, every, everyone's pre pandemic favorite weird 3 p.m. talk show host who got canceled during the pandemic <laughs> for some reason. Ellen Greenlee. <sighs> How, why did she get She said something silly, right? I don't know. I mean, it's because she, she kind of sucks. She was main employee. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Everybody started telling. Th- those white vans, that was a, that was a fucking, uh, that was a, one of the marketing, that was, that was a vans marketing employee, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Yeah, get her out of there. Get her out of there, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh, we don't want your kind here, Ellen. We mean mean people. So I want to see Oppenheimer in IMAX. So my you didn't sound like you wanted to see Oppenheimer. No, I. I so that's so I keep doing this thing have, with Nolan. Have you seen the thing though that Tom Cruise is mad about all the Oppenheimer and Barbie yeah. IMAX screens? No. 
Yeah, so based, so <laughs> they're taking up too many, and Tommy Cruz is mad. Yeah. For what? So, I, what is it? Mi seven or six? that's coming out. Is that why you nine, fourteen, twenty seven, one, three, sixteen? So yeah. So I get that reference. Dead Reckoning is supposed to shut up. Dead Reckoning. <laughs> Dead Reckoning is supposed to come out the twelfth, I believe. And so Oppenheimer comes out the next week. So Oppenheimer, they're full tilt. And the funny thing is, they've always been full tilt that. We want you to see this in IMAX. 70 millimeter film, IMAX, 3D. It'll yeah. blow your balls clean off your body. Yeah, and like Just Nolan. Just like Halle Berry's dogs. Nolan is the IMAX. Like literally everyone knows. He's even the, if you don't the know IMAX movies. czar. Yeah, so like what, is, like what does Tom Cruise expect? Like he, yeah, he saves cinema, but he's not the IMAX But guy. also Barbie is there for the girlfriends of the IMAX guys Hilarious. in yes. the IMAX next door. Shit, exactly. uh, so like Tom Cruise just picked the shit weekend. And I think he needs to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like, I mean, it's so many people tweeted, has he done that too? Has he bumped? I don't think. Well, I mean, he, I think not by his doing, but but just like in the totality of stuff, like whenever a Mission Impossible comes out, everyone kind of knows. Okay, well, the next three, the next three weeks, there's no purpose of like putting a new release out. Mm-hmm. But this is like this is the first time to where, like, no, we 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 told you two years ago we're coming out July 21st, the weekend July 22nd, and 2023. Nolan's had this date for two years solid. And so Tom and it's pretty Barbie's pretty much always also had it. Yeah. So and and, and that's and that's the, the great thing that everyone was like, this is the showdown, Oppenheimer versus Barbie, which is a wild fucking sentence to say. But I mean <laughs> every, everyone has been like a bulk of you know film Twitter and people who love movies, like we've been looking forward to this showdown for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And so for, I am become Barbie destroyer of dream house. Um, <laughs> and so for, for Cruz to be like, well, yeah. What about me? Well, what yeah, about my like, super hetero football vape guy party? Yeah. Um, like in, and the funny thing is they're probably still working on like all these movies in, in some capacity. Yeah. And so for him, like if anything, he should have been like, I'm going to be July 4th guy, which Top Gun Maverick, you know, you was know. a Memorial Day weekend, which yeah. made a lot of sense. Um, yeah. So but anyway, I, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I cry more Tom Cruise. Um, yeah. Also, Tom Cruise, come on the pod. Uh, yeah, come on the pod. <laughs> come on the pod, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Take us in the fighter we'll talk jet. Talk about Jerry Maguire, man. Can t- tell me more about, about uh, uh, Haley Atwell, please. No, please She's stop. very pretty, and I like her. Um, uh, I was just gonna say Scientology, but uh, no, I'll, I, I'll, I, I'll be no, honest, I have yeah, well. limited interest in that. Um, no limited interest. to none. He's basically like crank. Like these action movies are keeping Tom Cruise alive. So, <laughs> Kellen, I don't know if this made an episode or if it was a deleted scene things, but have I ever told you the most hardcore thing I hope someone convinces Tom Cruise to do? No, you have not. I really hope that they like tell Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, you've done all this action. You've done so much hardcore stuff. 
have you considered doing an eight show a week dance heavy Broadway show? <laughs> I'm at Tom Cruise as Don Lockwood in Singing in the Rain oh eight days a week. God. I would be there like five times. Um, you know he would tear that shit down, Kat. I I want to see him. Ha- like I want behind the scenes featurettes. Like yes, it's a DVD in 2003 of mm-hmm. him like trying to figure out how to be like the MC in cabaret or something. I want the most banana pancakes shit. <laughs> Hilarious. Where he's like, wait, it's a pot of puree and then into the kickball change. And the choreographer's like, obviously. And he's like, ah, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing and singing in the rain. Oh. No, it's rain. Oh shit. Fuck. Like, he flips the table, script pages fly everywhere. <laughs> I'm here yeah. for it. I that's what I want. Yeah. I absolutely love that. Yeah, I uh I would also like to say that I had uh probably the worst theater going experience I have had seeing Dial of Destiny last night. Oh no. Like um, uh, a problematic bad? There was a uh, woman, I do not know the level of her toxication uh, or not, but she was uh, loudly speaking, like shouting over the movie. And we went to a theater with nice sound uh, for the whole thing. Um, And she also laughed at like very inappropriate times. Like she loudly laughed for probably five or ten minutes after Antonio Banderas got shot and died. Christ. And um, she wouldn't stop talking. Damn. That's... And I get that folks are a little spoiled because we have been at home for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, but that was no bueno. And uh, the volume at which uh, speaking was happening was not acceptable. Yeah, that sucks, man. That sucks. I mean, outside opened up and people are still acting the fool. So, yeah, man, that's a bummer. But you like the movie and if you weren't watching with that idiot you would like it more probably so i i think i would have at least like been able to talk more intelligently about the sound design um <laughs> Hilarious, yeah. all right all right all right thanks to greg thanks to kellen and of course thanks to kick and thank you for listening to this latest episode of we should do this again sometime next week we'll be back with more heat but until then love you peace If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, rate us five stars, leave a review, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow Cat at Cat underscore Chin at T on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Follow Marcus at Show and Mad Love, S-H-O-W-I-N-M-A-D-L-O-V on Twitter and Letterboxd. Follow the show on Twitter at Cat and Mark. This podcast is executive produced by Kellen Conley and Eric Greenlee. Thanks for listening. We should do this again sometime. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?
also, uh, on, on that note, I am going to have to dip out fairly soon because I have to go pick something up for my parents' house and they're going to fall asleep soon. Oh, so. no problem. Well, we will end things here. Kellen, love you. Kat, love you. Love you. Love Marcus, you guys too. Love you too. Love you, yeah. Marcus. Love you, Kellen. Love you, Kat. Love you guys. There, there it is. And uh, see see you in nine months for the next next one of these. I Hilarious. will be here for, for oh, Spider-Verse yes. Beyond. Absolutely. 